it's everything voice, everything you want to know about voice in 30 minutes. So guys, we're going to keep this simple. When you get on YouTube and you see this on YouTube, please remember to smash that like button and do the follow. It really helps everybody follow, uh, find Zach out there today. Uh, before I get into it, like I said, this is a 30 minute episode. We're, we're keeping it short and brief, so we're not going to do the normal uh, introductions. We're going to do a rapid fire Q&A here with Salah Zalatimo. Before I get into Salah, Zach, anything you want to say today? Let's get into it, man. Let's just, uh, I'm excited here. I'm excited to uh, talk about this. We just had a communities launch recently. We're going to have some questions about that. We had a voice token reset today. And I think everyone's uh, wondering what the, the future plans are for voice. It's almost a, a year old already, only a couple yeah. more months. So Salah, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Without putting anything out there, we're just going to go jump right into it. And this, as you know, is an EOS kind of based show. So we're going to hit you with a hard question first that the, uh -huh. the, the community really wants to know about. What will the relationship be between voice and the EOS blockchain? Can you answer that today? Well, first of all, thank you very much, Zach and Cheney, for having me on. Um, I always enjoy our conversations. Uh, you guys are my source of information on the, on the world of EOS. So I'm uh, very happy to be here. And thank you for dedicating a show to our platform, Voice. Um, short answer is no, I cannot answer that right now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but what I can say is that, um, we are, you know, we were, we are born with the EOS IO in our DNA and it's not something that we forget. And, uh, our core blockchain is built on EOS IO. Um, and so there will certainly be uh, connectivity because we, you know, our, our most loyal fans come from the EOS community and, and it's not something that we take lightly and not something that we intend on ever forgetting. And so we are certainly working towards um, some, some uh, significant um, uh, interplay with the, with, with the, with the community. And um, I unfortunately have to hold the specifics of that until we have a more formal uh, announcement uh, coming uh, a bit further down the road. I, I appreciate that. I go ahead and say then, I guess you can't talk about potentially a, a link between voice accounts and EOS accounts then. So um, I, I will move on from there, but I appreciate it. So you mentioned EOS IO. So from my understanding, and you can maybe clarify here that the voice blockchain is run by a single EOS IO blockchain. Is that correct? That, that is correct. There are, uh, there are more than one blockchain on, on voice. Um, there is a content blockchain, there's blockchain that manages our identity, um, and uh, there are others in, so to answer the question more specifically, it is all EOSIO, um, but we are, we don't necessarily have everything running on a single blockchain. Okay. Uh, we have a few uh, different, uh, we have a few blockchains with different purposes, and uh, we continue to kind of test and iterate and, and find the optimal blend of those things. Uh, we do, uh, we look at this as, now, this is the skunk works. I mean, we are we are we're managing and building our own instance uh, of the voice blockchain because at the pace that we are testing and iterating, it wouldn't really be feasible uh, in a public um, blockchain with public governance. And so, uh, it's something that we are we're we're using to develop and and, and mature our uh, ecosystem and our platform. Um, and then once we reach that point, uh, we hope to have. A lot of the learnings that we've had on the in the voice process make their way over to um, to the public domain as well, and and you know kind of open open a more clear pathway for connectivity down the road. Well, that that's a good segue. Then uh, you mentioned on board you know, the number of users and growing the growing the chain. How how that uh, you know uh, an outside 
uh, chain would have trouble doing that potentially. What what is your timeline and how do you expect to grow voice into millions of users, not only just using blockchain, but just in general? What's what's the path forward? Salah? Thanks, Jenny. I think, you know, my, my background is in digital media and there are lots of ways to skin a cat. And uh, the, my preferred uh, method of doing it is with uh, content. I believe that uh, if you create a, if, if you create a really compelling, high quality and differentiated content experience, um, then people will come and uh, they'll come to consume that content because there's never a shortage of, of new information needed and um, there's never a shortage of curiosity in the world. And so the more you are consistently creating a high quality content, the more people will start coming to you and start um, coming back to you. And so we view that as in traditional marketing terms, that's the top of our funnel. The top of our funnel are casual readers. And then we, we go to work on trying to um, convey all the values and benefits of actually joining, becoming a registered user on voice. Uh, those are things like the ability to be compensated for your efforts in voice tokens. And it's uh, the ability to engage on comments, uh, the ability to help uh, with the uh, self-moderation and the, and the community uh, governance. And so there are, so that, that, that's the way we look at this as more of a traditional uh, media on-ramp, but then a, a, um, a social engagement model. So you get people in with the content and then you keep them around with, with uh, the ability to interact and, and earn some voice tokens in. Yeah, I think so. Engaged. I mean, you know, yeah, what, what we're really, what really differentiates voice is the fact that we are so focused on uh, keeping the platform 100% human. And so a lot of the, the problems that we have today with social media and with just, yeah, social media in the broadest sense is that uh, it is overrun by bots and by fake accounts and by bad actors and, and bot farms. And so uh, that enables algorithms to be manipulated and, and enables misinformation to proliferate. Um, and it, you know, more broadly just, just corrupted that experience and eroded trust. And so we, we feel very confident that uh, once people see the richness of the uh, engagements and the interactions on voice as compared to other existing social media and the um, sincerity with which people are engaging with each other um, and with the earnestness with which they are protecting that environment uh, by, by uh, helping keep uh, any sort of um, uh, objectionable or, or disparaging content um, kind of on the rails. Uh, it is it's really uh, inspiring. And I think on, uh, on the day after election day, uh, more than any other day, seeing that uh, sincere engagement in on a digital platform it actually just warms your heart a little bit and gives you hope i got it. so the, the future plans as i understand it with voice is right now it's all just end users and the top voice is another real person and user but eventually that top voice spot could potentially be a, a large company advertising there like pepsi or coca-cola or any any company um how are you going to do you think it's going to be an issue where um like kind of like the statistics and analytics are going to be a lot weaker uh, because everyone is human and everyone in the ad industry and digital media industry is so used to these juiced up statistics because of all of the bot farms that kind of manipulate the numbers everywhere else on the internet? It's an excellent question, Zach. Very, very insightful. Um, you're really putting your finger on something. Um, I, can, I can elaborate on that a little bit and to say, 
if you are familiar with the way that the, the digital advertising ecosystem is today, there is debatably between 50 to 80% of dollars spent by advertisers that actually make it to the intended audiences. It's known as the ad tax, and that's because there are a variety of middlemen along the way, uh, and I use that in air quotes, middlemen, like different services you have to go through, um, which makes accountability next to impossible. And the fact that in Facebook in the last two and a half years, Facebook has removed from its platform 10 billion fake accounts. B, billion. <laughs> That's more than there are people on earth. So uh, you wonder who's looking at the ads on Facebook and, who, and, and what an advertiser is actually paying for. And so without a doubt, our numbers are going to be far smaller. But our engagement and the impact of reaching somebody on voice will be far higher. Because now instead of reaching 10 fake accounts to get one person, you're just going to get that person. And so the impact will be, so you'll have, you know, it'll, it'll be offsetting. And the sincerity and the authenticity of the voice community will also create a better uh, brand association for, for companies as well. You know, the, the Stop Hate for Profit campaign uh, does not seem to be going away because uh, companies are beginning to use their advertising dollars to demand more from these social platforms. And so with us coming out of the gate um, with a much more um, sincere and aligned uh, point of view and business model, meaning we are not out there exploiting our users. We're not out there to try to turn our users into products. Um, and so that by default, I think, sets us um, on a different path altogether than the existing media companies. So you, you did a good job there saying, you know, why people are going to stay and and why there's value and why they engage and why it's good for advertisers. But, you know, one of the things that Brennan mentioned uh, years ago, back in June of 2019, when he was talking about voice and, and announcing voice was that there would be uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of budget to bring on to bring on influencers to get people to see um, and find out about voice. So, one, uh, do you think that we still will be able to see that sort of money spent on influencers and because we know that only 150 million dollars was invested into voice from b1 uh and then the second question i would have for you uh is when will we be ready to spend that sort of money if that's still the case uh that is definitely still the case um this this game will be played in one on the marketing field and that is because we got to break through the noise we have to be able to uh become a recognized name we have to make sure that people who share our mission uh and taking social back from big tech and and building a a social media platform as it was always meant to be and so the way to doing that is in this day and age is really through um partnering with uh, like-minded people you know, aka influencers in this case uh, so we actually have a pretty bold um marketing um manifesto and strategy that we'll be sharing publicly pretty soon uh, that that great that commits to us not using many of the practices that we are uh, critical of um, in our marketing efforts so you know simple example does it really make sense for us to be doing paid social when um, actually paid social to me is is at the heart of uh, what has corrupted social media I don't believe so, nor does our marketing team. And so we won't be doing that. And so uh, when you come back to our core principles, our number one principle of all is being 100% human 
building a platform that is that puts humans first. So to me, that means instead of paying the Twitters and the Facebooks of the world, let's go to the influencers that are that they are currently exploiting on their platforms who are not earning their fair share, and let's work with them directly, so that we get we have a more direct impact and they receive a fair share of, of the value they're generating. Right. Do we expect uh, the influencers to be onboarded? I'm going to pull up. I, I put up for a second uh, the quotes from Telegram from after B1 June, and the, he uh, Brendan Bloomer quoted a, a budget, an ad budget in the hundreds of millions of dollars to onboard influencers. He called out uh, direct engagement with CAA. I forget it, it's like a, an influencer like organization with like Hollywood. Um, do we expect these influencers to be uh, onboarded and and I guess be paid in dollars before the voice token is tradable and has value or would it likely come after because right now we're in this like beta test mode where the token doesn't have value it's not tradable it's probably going to reset at least uh, at least one more time it already reset today um but if the company has the budget or block one has the budget to kind of pay out of pocket before the to voice token has value it still could so i'm just wondering what order we, we should expect things to happen. Will the voice token have value first or will the influencers be onboarded first? Uh, influencers are starting next month. So uh, we are, um, it's certainly, you know, the, the tokens having value and our growth are separate paths. There, there's no dependencies there. Um, for the simple reason that we, we need to, we are building our community and our audience um, because we know that the tokens are inevitable. And, uh, there's no point in really having valuable tokens until we have product market fit in this, and, and we feel very confident about the um, organic uh, engagement and, and interest in the platform. So, in fact, I would say that it's more important to have the influencers on well before tokens, uh, before the final token reset and before they're valuable. Um, and so, you know, we are beginning to test the waters this year. So, um, and Chani, I apologize, I didn't actually directly ask uh, part of your question, which was when. And uh, I can tell you that is, that is uh, early 2021. So early next year, you'll start seeing um, a significant increase in our marketing and our, in our outreach, both through influencers um, and uh, in other methods as well. And along those same lines, any ETA on when, that you can share about when tokens might have value? Influencers start 2021. You, you said it would be after the fact. Influencers would come first. Community would come first. People would be on board first. What about the value? Can you share that? Well, um, I would share it if I could, and I, and I mean that sincerely because it's it's not something that we're doing. It's not something that we are that we put a date on and we're walking towards it. It's actually um, it's it's quite the opposite. The token resets allow us to um, continue to tweak and optimize this whole token economy to make sure that it is generating our intended outcome, which is to incentivize high quality content. So. If this token reset gets us there, it might happen. It might happen before the influencers. Um, but if it doesn't, we're going to do another reset and we're going to tweak it again. And we're we gonna have, have to have again. a way to to have or extract that value from the from the voice token if people choose to just sell it to advertisers or, or do it some other way, monetize it in some form or fashion, whether that's to 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 U.S. dollars, to BTC, to to another cryptocurrency, or the case may be. Uh, we haven't heard any 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 speculation on, on how that might happen. Can you share that? Well, um, your answer is accurate. Your your question is accurate in that 
um, the whole premise of the platform is to uh, begin to generate rewards for users um, and, and the voice token being at the center of that. So we are working really closely with the regulators today uh, to, to gain approval, to be able to enable a transferability of, of, uh, of the token uh, so that um, it can empower the users to do what they want with it. They can uh, take it off platform, put it in their own wallet. They can um, exchange it with friends. Um, those are things that we, we feel are critical to fully realizing the vision of voice, which is to create a new economy and a new uh, monetization or revenue model for content. And so, uh, but it is important that we work with, with, with the regulators to make sure that, um, that we're doing this in a way that is acceptable to them and that, is, uh, that is, keeps uh, the everyday users protected. Um, because uh, once you enter uh, the world of finances, um, you know, if social media, if you thought social media was a challenging regulatory and uh, security environment, imagine combining that with, with a financial institution. So it's the kind of thing that uh, we view as um, uh, inevitable but um, not something that is worth rushing because getting it right, it is binary. You either get it right and it's amazing and it's sustainable or you're off by 0.001%, eventually they'll come off. And that's not anything we wanna be doing. You mentioned working closely with regulators. Are you still working closely with, with B1 and, and, and uh, your parent company? So uh, we, we remain, uh, Block One remains our largest uh, shareholder. And so uh, we still have a very healthy relationship with B1. And uh, I still lean on, on Dan and Brendan for a lot of my guidance and my advice. Uh, they're both, uh, they both offer a tremendous amount of experience and, and uh, their point of view on the world is just amazing. They have such a breadth of knowledge. And because Voice was really born uh, under their leadership, they're the co-founders of it, um, it's something that I find myself going back to frequently and it's been an invaluable resource to me. Uh, but on a day-to-day -day basis, um, there's not uh, much interaction anymore. There's essentially no operational um, interaction on a day-to-day -day basis. We've built up a team of about 80 people now, and uh, we are we are self-sufficient. We we are uh, we've been pushed out of the nest, and we we are flying. You, you mentioned uh, they're mm -hmm. the largest shareholder, and and that leads to a question that we were mm -hmm. asked uh, earlier today. Uh, is there ever a plan for Voice to go out there and, and raise more funds and if so, um, can the community participate in that? Um, I think the expectation is that we will definitely raise more funds. Um, what we're trying to do here is is not small, and it will take a significant amount of uh, money and some time, right? Um, but it's also the kind of uh, initiative where you will know, you know, if we get on the right trajectory and we start growing at the right pace and engagement remains high, um, it's, there's very, uh, your risk is, is mitigated quite a bit. So it feels like less of a gamble than it does when you first come out of the gate. And so that's the way we're looking at this. If we hit certain milestones, uh, which I unfortunately can't share the specifics of, but if we hit certain milestones in the coming six to 18 months, uh, we will certainly look to the markets to, to raise funds. Um, and unfortunately, I can't really um, make any commitments either way or, or take a position either way as to whether, as to how we would do that. Uh, but we uh, certainly will uh, be looking to do that because it will take more than the initial capital that we raised. Sure. So congratulations to the communities. Everybody out there, please join the Crypto Writer community while you're here. Uh, it, it's working well. I think people are enjoying them. The, the feed is now there. People can follow their own feed. So if they don't want very to... Very happy to see that feature. Um, yeah. 
uh, continue. I, I have something to say. <laughs> no, it was, it was good to have the feed there. Uh, we saw some changes into the, the tokenomics today where instead of going from 0 to 1 to 1 1.3, it was from 0 directly to 10. So there's some increase there in the tokenomics and some other changes that look really good. Uh, but the biggest question I've seen since that time is uh, when can people open up their own communities and, 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 can, and mm -hmm. how, will that, how will that happen in the future? Uh, I'm quite excited about that one. So I will say this because we're still um, in the, uh, we're still, it's too early for us to know exactly what it's going to look like, but I'll tell you the space that it's going to be in, and it will be very uh, tokenomics driven. So, you know, we look at, we look at a post on voice as it's as a little microcosm of an economy. And so I can uh, elaborate a little bit more on that. Um, the voice it is uh, people who are effectively curating the post. I mean, that's, that's, that's our equivalent of sharing, um, but we've, we've gamified it and created a return on that investment, if you will, by making it a single spot that people have to outbid each other for. And so if you take that mindset and apply it more broadly to the, to the post, um, you're going to see more, more uh, changes in those directions as, as we evolve. So, you know, commenting how is that going to change with regards to um, liking and voicing um, currently they are they are displayed in chronological order maybe that can be up for uh, discussion or some exploration um, voicing uh, voicing comments what, what would that look like and what does that mean and and likes uh, being staking a post instead of a, a free like um, there's a lot of things that we are looking at from a tokenomic standpoint that are deeply deeply uh, interesting and um and can really uh send you down rabbit holes i mean i've, I've lost many nights sleep trying to figure <laughs> out trying trying to map out the math in my head have you if you've seen the queen's gambit lately on netflix mm -hmm. uh, i kind of feel like the like the young lady just playing <laughs> playing chess in the ceiling where i'm i'm seeing tokenomics flying around um but it is like that and so I'm very, very excited about that. And similar with, with communities, we look at communities as effectively businesses. Like this is us the opportunity to create their own community, which actually they can operate like a like a uh, small business. And so um, thinking about the value of a name, it'll be we're going to have unique names for communities. So it kind of is akin to the um, to the uh, a domain registrar. Um, so names might have token value at some point. Um, how do you earn a portion of the general earnings of that community? How do you deal with um, content moderation within your community? Uh, you might want to have different rules than the global rules. And so there's, there's still quite a bit to be figured out there. And you know, we're trying to take it one step at a time. You know, with the feature set that we have, uh, we've got a few more releases that we think will, will get those features to a bit more of a uh, mature space. And then we want to you know, kind of see how we can make that fit and mature it a little bit before we take another push forward. And so it is important that we always pause and make sure that we're heading down the right direction, that it's really resonating and that uh, we're not missing anything um, before going too far down any given path. And so um, on the communities front, you won't be able to create your own communities until the first quarter of next year. But when you do, it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. Great. Yeah, um, if you can get those toponomics right uh, and really drive engagement, it'll, it'll really help, help the platform. I'm super excited about all of the blockchain stuff, all of the token economics stuff, but set the blockchain aside for a second. And one of the things that stands out to me as, as personally as a voice user is the lack of 
common features that uh, are available on almost any other social media platform because I, I, we all want voice to be successful, but to be successful, being on a blockchain is not enough. Having token incentives is not enough. It has to be better than what people are currently used to. And certain things are, are lacking. And I'm wondering um, if you could provide a timeline on it. Things like um, when I make a post on Twitter, I can click and see the analytics. I see how many engagements I had, how many impressions I have, things like that. So not being able to measure success is a, kind of a deal breaker for me because I don't know if what I'm doing is working or not. When can we expect to see uh, better analytics on how our content is, is performing? It's an excellent question. I just actually got out of a call about that on Monday. Um, and the short answer is first quarter next year. So we look at that as um, we're referring to it as your as your token uh, as your uh, tokenomics dashboard, mm -hmm. uh, which essentially is really just about um, allowing people to see in a more granular sense what they've earned and how they earned it. Um, and so we, we, we joke about this a little bit, um, but the, the challenge we have in front of us is, is making the tokenomics complex enough to achieve its goal, meaning keeping all the different stakeholders aligned and, and, and incentivized to create high quality content without any real gaping holes or loopholes. So make it sufficiently complex but make it sufficiently simple for the for people to understand. So we've got this 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 awkward balance that we're trying to strike between making it easy to explain and easy to understand and complex enough to actually uh, achieve its goals. So um, it's 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 something that uh, is definitely a gap right now, um, and we are we we have a, an excellent team of product managers and engineers who are very very focused on this. And so what you're likely to see, Zach, is is it come out in in pieces, like uh, adding a little bit more granularity around the tokens you earn. Because I mean, right now the most obvious question we get is, well, there's ten thousand tokens in the Voiceit game. I wrote this post, but I only got four thousand tokens back from it. Mm -hmm. What's the deal? And so, as you can see here, it's a, a good example of of how do you have something be complex but also be simple so you can explain it. So the reason for it is because we need to have a portion of the tokens go to the author who created it. A portion is shared by all of the curators who helped that author's content become discoverable. And then a portion of it um, is distributed back to the whole platform in the form of burn. And each of those cuts is important for a different reason. So you know, I can explain it to you as you're someone who's more familiar with, with crypto and, and, and just in general, how this type of thing might work, but the average content creator just wants to know why these numbers are different, you know? So I think the more, most important statistics are how many views did my article get? How many clicks did it, if I had posted links in it, how many of those links got clicked? Uh, and, and just simple stuff like, like that. Token economics aside, I just kind of want to know how many people, how many page views I got, for example, like something simple oh. like that. Oh, gotcha. Yes, that. Sorry. So when I was saying you're going to see things coming out in piecemeal, those things, those things are easy for us to put out, um, and will be coming in the coming weeks or months. Great, and, and the ability to edit posts and and change our our, our uh, profile names and a few other things too. I assume. Yeah, the edit posts uh, may actually have released uh, last week, oh, but if not, um, surprise, surprise. Yes. I yeah. need to go out. And if, try what about... if not, it'll be next Soon. week. Soon, um, right? Change next week, if if anything, and that, if it's not already out. Um, and also the change profile name uh, is something that's coming in either next week or the week after that. Well, what well about categories search? Because... Sorry. Go ahead. Search. search, search. I, I can't find old posts that I, if I didn't bookmark them, 
I, I can't search by keywords or hashtags even. Uh, what, yeah. what, that's another feature that's just like so common on like normal platforms outside of voice. And it's something that I feel like is lacking. And like blockchain aside, token economics aside, when can we expect to see a basic feature like search by keyword? Yeah, it's a great question, Zach. Um, you know, and uh, I hate to say this, but um, it's it is because of the blockchain. So <laughs> I know you want to put the blockchain aside, but actually, our content living on a blockchain means that a lot of the off-the-shelf um, search tools just don't apply. So you can't just drop in a simple Elastic Search instance or even even a local Google a Google search you couldn't do because of the way the, the content is actually organized. So we. The, the theme that you're putting your finger on um, is actually our biggest challenge as a company. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I can't answer them without referring back to the blockchain because the reason why basic things are hard on voice is because of the blockchain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying, to, we're trying to do things in a more deterministic uh, and a more secure um, and a more transparent way by using the blockchain. And that comes at the cost of not being able to use a lot of uh, industry conventions and a lot of things that are uh, just generally taken for granted um, by by our competitors who are not on the blockchain. So it is in that respect, building on the blockchain will take us longer to get out of the gate, as you can see. Um, but it sets us on a totally different trajectory where I think the the benefits of it will be will will make other platforms obsolete. So, so, Salah, I know you're coming up on a hard stop here and got to go. I'll let Zach answer his one question. <laughs> and then we've got one more question from a guest that, that voiced, voiced the post that we're going to ask you. And then we'll let you let you uh, graciously exit here. We appreciate your time, Zach. Thank you very much. We've talked about communities because of the voice communities. Uh, we talked about the blockchain like development. One of the things that could accelerate this all is by combining them all, community development. At what point will third parties or independent developers be able to build their own modules or integrate their own algorithm? Maybe we could select different things like that. When is it going to be possible for the developer community to participate in this platform and start building features on, on top of the, the features that you guys are already building internally? Or is that a thing? I mean, it's honestly at this point something that we similarly aspire to and want to get done, but we're just so busy building this, just getting this thing off the ground. You know, like nice. that to me is kind of like, you know, we'll, we'll come back, we'll, we'll come back to that when we can. And if I was to like take a guess at it, I mean, probably 2022. Okay. Understood. Uh, again, thanks for your time. So I'm going to go back here. Uh, the post today was uh, top comment, top voicer was Stephen Joseph Fox. And we said that we'd let them answer uh, or ask you any question they wanted. And the question for you is, who did you vote for? I don't want to get political. On, <laughs> on, so wow. you're, you're welcome to abstain. You're welcome to say, go out and see this state and leave it at that. But that was his question. So we've, we've done our duty and asked. Do you want to answer it? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I am from Pennsylvania. I'm from outside of Scranton, um, and I'm in a different county than Scranton's in. Um, and uh, I, but I've been in New York for roughly half my life now. Um, and so, um, I personally don't don't think uh, it appropriate for anyone to to share who they voted for. It's quite a private question. But I'll tell you that um, I have one foot in each of those states, and I'll leave it at that. 
Okay. Hey, again, we appreciate it. I know we're going to get skewered from our, our audience here about all the things that we didn't have time to ask you about today. So can we at least get a commitment the next three to six months to have you come back on and, and talk about the new updates and, and maybe after some influencers are on board and how the uh, communities are doing, tokenomics, et cetera? I would love that. Um, I, I'm happy to. And uh, next time we can maybe uh, align it with a, with a new uh, release that we got coming up. Great. Great. Hey, yeah, maybe we'll have Rick uh, Whitner or somebody else come on and, and really delve into the blockchain uh, oh, information wow. too. So he's oh, like, yeah. Oh. yeah, we want to so, get into uh, the decentralized identity. We want to get in some of this really, really oh, cool wow. stuff we've been excited about. I know Rick, he's uh, part of the voice team. He's on all the digital identity patents that came out in the last two, year or two. So yep. yeah, definitely want to ask all about that stuff, but I don't think we have Beautiful. time today. Now, anything <laughs> you want to tell the community now before we, we let you go, and we're going to sit here and, and uh, talk amongst ourselves a little bit afterwards. Well, uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you all very much. I mean, Cheney and Zach, especially, thank you for having me on. Thank you for being such strong uh, pillars of this community. And just thank you to the community in general for your support, uh, for your passion, and for your patience. Uh, I know that uh, you're all very excited about voice and there's a lot that you uh, that you love to see from it and you and you seem to see the same potential that we all see um, but you know we touched on it a little bit it's like there's a lot of hard work here and we are breaking new ground in uh, from a technical standpoint in a lot of fronts um, and as you can see recently we're beginning to more steadily uh, release new features and, and, and add enhancements to the platform and we expect that pace to continue to increase. So uh, stick around and um, very excited to see you on the platform soon. Great. Have a good day. Thanks. Awesome. We're going to stay on, Shaney. Yep. Thank you, Sla. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. All right. So that, that was a lot. It went fast, man. We knew, we knew he was on a tight schedule. He's a busy man. We knew he had 30 minutes. We got an extra, I don't know, he was a little bit late, five minutes out of him. But what yeah. you what'd you think? Uh, it was good. We tried to jam pack it in. Yeah, just just so the community knows uh, we had originally expected at least an hour. We had hoped we tried to schedule an hour and a half, guys, because we did have a list of uh, very long and very pointed questions here. So we tried to jam pack as much as we could into a very short amount of time. So uh, hopefully we'll get him back on and be able to dig a little deeper and or Rick or somebody else in the future. So don't skewer us too much. Um, we had to had to pack a lot of info into a very short amount of time. What was the, were there any big surprises for me? I guess um, the third party development, I guess it's not a super surprise seeing at like where the status is of the platform. Like they got to build a lot of the foundational stuff themselves before they start allowing third party development. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, they don't have the bare bones or the bones quite like quite finalized. And it is interesting to hear that the whole, the whole reason behind some of those features not being available today, like the edit and like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as well as uh, search and other features are simply because it's, it's blockchain related. But yeah, when they don't have those features there yet, I'm, I'm not, not surprised that um, they won't let anybody else come in there and play around in, the, in their background yet. I think the reason I thought that it would have been sooner is last year, uh, the day after B1 June, I interviewed uh, Dan and Brendan, and it kind of sounded like things were a lot closer than they probably were at the time. And I remember uh, Dan talking about how you could like embed voice posts in a website, for example. So like with Crypto Writer, how you guys have your page on voice, but your domain, it, I don't know where you're, what your domain's doing right now, if it just forwards to your voice page, but it sounded like there would be ways to kind of embed the data from the blockchain onto your own front end. That way you're kind of outside of the sandbox, but still inside it, still have uh, the comments and stuff that are only real voice users, things like that. But um, there, there's a lot of things that I'd like to see first before that. I don't think we need 
third party integrations yet. I think the influencers uh, for me was the biggest surprise of how soon uh, their onboarding strategy is. What do you say, January 2021 for onboarding? First quarter, I think. Yeah. Okay. So early next year, we'll see that. So, you know, a little disappointed, but not surprised that he wouldn't talk about the EOS blockchain. Um, but I think we kind of, based on the way uh, things have gone lately, but, uh, you know, I did see someone out there wrote this, wrote this, uh, wrote his response down. So let's just unpack it together here real quick and see how it goes. Short answer. I cannot answer that right now, but I will say that we were born with EOS IO in our DNA and it's not something we forget. And our core blockchain is built on EOSIO. And so there will certainly be some connectivity. Our most loyal fans come from EOS community and it's not something we take lightly and it's not something we intend to ever forgetting. We are certainly working towards some significant interplay with the community. And unfortunately I have to hold the specifics of that until we have a more formal announcement coming a bit further down the road. He then went going to talk a little bit later, talk about the issues of having a financial uh, uh, product with multiple government you know, locations you're dealing with and having that set up wrong could really screw things up uh, long term. You have to get that exactly right. Um, and, you know, so I guess I'm not surprised by any of that. He also wanted to say, you know, if you're going to you want to own your own tokens and you want to be able to move your tokens and transfer your tokens to your friends. So that indicates some sort of public blockchain to me, whether or not um, that's the case. But it really seems to me like that would indicate a connection with the uh, blockchain. Mm -hmm. What I want to see, and we, we weren't able to get there and we kind of figured he wouldn't be able to say much about EOS is. We know EOS sentiment sucks right now. We know things could be better from a communication standpoint from block one. And like, we we're kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt here. We kind of, I, I personally aired out my grievances last week. I'm not going to dive into it now, but um, I think a big uh, uh, shining star with voice would be if it was able to be tracked its users, unique users on all of the really popular DAP like listing sites. So voices goal is way bigger than crypto. Their goal is like mass adoption, real, real world users, not crypto people. But as far as the crypto community, it's kind of like EOS is uh, always getting shit on by everybody. And I, I just feel like it'd be a nice big middle finger to everyone. If the biggest dap out of any blockchain anywhere was, was voice.com and it was number one on every site and nobody could say that it's fake bot activity or fake users or, or anything like that and just be number one and by by, by orders yeah. of magnitude more users people tens of didn't thousands. even know they were using it necessarily even but they were so that's kind of what i want to see we are joined Who's by that? eve LaRose with Hello. new haircut what's up man i've been trying to join for like i don't know 10 minutes or so and yeah we weren't letting you in we weren't talking no it's not even on your side it's on my side for some reason i so i'm doing well how about you guys Good, good. I'm not used to having to be so short on words. I, I'm used to these things going for three hours. We had like, to drive uh, it, man. Drive it home. Now we can go on for three hours. Oh, Wait. it was it was pretty good. You guys, you guys jumped into it right away. I liked how uh, you didn't do the formal introductions, which is kind of a waste at no this time. point, I think, for those no who are watching. Um, we, all, we also and, and didn't embarrass ourselves like, with trying to do a GoEOS at the end because I know so, that's oh, debatable he's, he's that you didn't seen embarrass this, yourselves. Maybe the, the GoEOS part, but the embarrassing, ooh, that's debatable. 
Yeah, I guess I embarrassed myself enough. I I I think I saw somebody, actually, I think it was Bounty Block, by the way, Cheney, I don't know if you read the messages, said, you you look like a telemarketer. I'm not even sure where that comes from. The headset, the headset. Oh, there you go. Are there any surprises for you, Eve? Um... So there's a couple of things actually that uh, I thought this was a really good interview. He did drop some really good snippets. I some of the things I think that um, that you were saying while I was drawing that, that that you were disappointed in, I wasn't really expecting. So for me, that wasn't uh, that wasn't so much of a thing. I mean, the the question that we keep asking all the time, you know, is is uh, voice going to be connected to mainnet? Like at this point, I I don't. I don't want to say I don't particularly care, but that's not really what I was looking for in this particular interview. So the things that I, I, th- I think were really good uh, that surprised me in terms of timeline, one is the marketing uh, or manifesto, as he called it, uh, which he said should be released uh, relatively soon. Um, and he even said weeks. Um, so that's that, that was pretty good. I like that. The influencers who will come out and he said uh, before... Uh, so he did march, mention marketing in Q1, or or he did actually say, I think, mm-hmm. January 2021. But he said even prior to that, you're going to have influencers. And so my understanding is that influencers would likely start next month. I think he mentioned next month. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, and, and he did specify that the, the, the influencers would come prior to the tokenomics, that type of thing. So again, the question, I think maybe I'm not as disappointed uh will those tokens have yeah. value and when will and how will they have value someone irrelevant at this stage and i i i don't think it was a political answer when he said you know the tokenomics of things um uh, i myself i'm creating content i'm curating content i use my voice tokens i i ended i think with 37 tokens prior to the <laughs> reset like i use my tokens and definitely i tried to see how the tokenomics work and i understand how prior to giving them value you would want to see how the incentives are aligned for the different uh, stakeholders within the the ecosystem. So I thought that that was really cool that I actually talked about that and said that the data that they're gathering through the token resets and prior to the token resets are influencing how they then change the tokenomics. Um, And he specifically did say that if they get it right, then it might be sooner rather than later. Mm. So I'm not... I'm not particularly disappointed in that. I thought that's actually a really good answer and it was a real, real answer. I want to point out, I'm not disappointed. I'm, I'm happy. I, I value a couple of things. I value progress and I value communication. And we got mm. both of those, a lot yeah. of it. So I, I, I'm very uh, happy. No, I'm, I'm referencing some of like, there, there's comments, there's there's oh. chat in the, in the groups as well. And then I also came on at a specific time in this show, a very particular time in the discussion. Sure, I, would, I thought overall, it. this was really good. Uh, we would love to cool. hear. Yes, everything is going to be hashed back to the mainnet, and everybody gets a new account. That would have been, you know, that would have been the uh, the ultimate, penultimate answer there. But uh, obviously, mm. we did not expect that at this point. We'll just speculate that it's going to happen eventually, uh, anyway. Hey, you know what? You've got to have a way to sell your tokens and/or control ownership. So if that's the case, you probably want to be able to move off platform. Just speculation. You're right. Uh, but it he was, did mention you know, rapid iteration, and he did go into detail in terms of why certain features that are common outside of voice are a little bit more, more difficult to implement in voice. For example, he mentioned Elasticsearch, the search function. Mm-hmm. That's the first time they actually come out and say that um, mm-hmm. in, in that level of detail. And I thought that, again, mm-hmm. that was a very honest, very direct answer. 
and, and there, this is a challenge. I mean, running the fuse, and I did drop in the chat like, "Hey, you could use the fuse for this. That's, this would act, This is what it's built for." Yeah, um, you need to reach out there and, and make. Well, a, well, Block One does have yeah. a partnership with the fuse already, right? So is that well, maybe in the works? I was kind of hoping you guys would ask that, that but you didn't. I Block mean, one I, is just a shareholder. I remember voices. Yeah, but you still have a connection built. And so if they're looking at building a search function and they do need an elastic search type function, diffuse is the elastic search of the blockchain. You know, uh, maybe I would have dropped that word in my voice and put a little post out there. Maybe you can mention Rick Whitner in the in the in the top of the chat idea. there and get it out there. Yeah, that that's one solution. The other thing is, even though all of the data is stored on a blockchain, you could replicate the blockchain data in a traditional database and use that for search. So there's a lot of ways around it, I guess, that aren't uh, directly touching the, the blockchain. But I, I think what they're trying to do is to try to uh, do everything from there. But diffuse is an obvious answer. So I guess yeah, I would, unless they're going to use Google BigQuery. Um, yeah. I doubt that they would redo, like, there's no way that you're catching up to diffuse. If you're building your own solution from the ground up, it would be impractical. I don't think you'd be able to do it in, in, a, in any reasonable time frame. by reasonable. It's not happening even in a year or two years. Mm -hmm. So unlikely. So I would think they're going to have to use some type of off the shelf. Um, and so that's why I think diffuse is the obvious answer here. There's only one Alexander. By speculation, we're running the fuse. I have not been asked to do this. My speculation is that that's what's happening. It makes sense. Uh, I, I was surprised to not hear it though, too. Maybe he's, I don't know. Maybe he didn't know that we would know. I don't know. Maybe he didn't know that <laughs> you would know. So maybe if you mentioned the fuse, he would have you know, smirked. Um, I know, I know. Anyways, it's all speculation. Yeah, I, thought, I mean, I'm not used to not being able to keep people on here forever. So uh, I think it threw me off my game. He wanted a three-hour meeting. I did. Uh, I, I love whenever there's no hard stop. But I agree. we do now. So the uh, just a reminder, I mean, you guys, everybody, your voice tokens have reset. You're back down to three thousand, unless you've mm -hmm. already already spent them. I uh, have, but you know, it was interesting to see that they got rid of several iterations in the voice. It like I said, it went from used to go from zero to one to one point three to one point seven. I like it was straight to ten. The I would have made it go straight to even a hundred. I mean, the well, that's the your original... daily allowance. That's that's your whole daily allowance if you're not actively building though. I think it should be more like like with eBay auctions. Like you should be able to set like your max bid, and every time someone outbids you, it just automatically like rebids. Yeah, a, I remember higher, things like we're that. starting with three thousand, and that's a month's supply, right? Typically, a user will get a hundred per day. A typical user, not mm -hmm. a not I'm a, a voice pleb now, there. man. Yeah. Went from whale to pleb. Yeah, but I'm still thinking like the the well, in my experience, anyways, um, and obviously it's very different. I I always kept roughly between twenty and forty thousand tokens that I had accessible at any given time. So my, my obviously my experience is not not because you promote so much because you go out there and you, and you write so many articles. But the one to ten or even the one to hundred is pretty much an instant back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's kind of a waste of time for some posts. For your posts, yes. Yeah. For some hot posts, yes. But there are a lot of people out there that just have a few. Um, other big news was, um, oh, crap. <laughs> I was holding, I was holding my words for so long. I did this thing, uh, where I, damn, um, oh, he admitted that they will likely seek out additional funding within what was the time frame he gave two or three years, I, I think. 
I don't remember here. I don't remember. Time I don't frame. think he gave a time, or I don't recall hearing a time frame for he, funding aspect of things. He, he he said it was a longer they will time need frame. Funds. They said he, they would he, plan. Yeah, they will need additional funding at some point. It, hmm. it sounds like it's on their 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 roadmap. Like they will need more funds because this is a very cash intensive business. It costs a lot of money to make money. Just look at other tech companies like Uber that are just like burning through cash, trying to uh, become profitable. Um, so as far as Cheney, you, you asked if like the community would be able to invest in voice. But in my mind, uh, I'm thinking a large tech company, if they see value in voice to, to almost acquire voice. Um, the other thing that stood out to me in regard to these types of questions was he referred to block one as our largest shareholder, not our only shareholder. Yeah. So it leads me so. to believe that there's likely already smaller players involved that just haven't been made public. And I can't even speculate on who they are because I've I have no idea. Well, they could have. Uh, well, I say that they could have retained some equity to resale out in the future as well. Maybe maybe Block One kept fifty one percent and gifted them forty nine to, to reallocate in the future as they sell fit and sell down the road. Uh, some other interesting things was you know uses for tokenomics. Some of the things that we kind of talked about before the ability to either upvote up, upvote comments or maybe tip comments, things of that nature, to, to actually get some additional um, uh, tokenomic incentives for doing good doing good comments. I mean, I hate to say it, sometimes the comments, like we've said before, are, are better than the posts themselves. So why can't I reward somebody that has a really good comment? Um, you know, the ability to utilize the tokens in multiple, multiple ways um, really adds value to, to the tokens and value to the platform to keep people engaged. I, I would love to see more utility with the tokens. So being able, I guess, would you be so, voicing comments? Because I know yeah, if you like either, a comment, you do get some sort of token reward. I don't know how it works, but maybe it, like, maybe we've talked about before, maybe an upvote. Maybe you pay for upvotes and pay for like a downvote. Maybe you he mentioned had the staking mechanism voice. for he staking. He mentioned uh, the fact that maybe communities have value in voices. I'm sorry, names have value. So that goes back to kind of a bidding mechanism that we've seen before. Maybe maybe community names, like we talked about, you have to bid on them. You actually have to use your voice to buy and own memes. Maybe I want to own the meme community. I want to go out there and get memes. I'm going to spend 100,000 voice tokens so that I can own the meme community. And then at some point, maybe I get a portion of the tokens that that community earns or, or you know, some other people joining that community have a subscription fee. Who knows how it goes? Yeah, I want to see I want to see paywalls. I think we've talked about this before, but I think that would be a great utility for a token is uh, like if I made a post, if I could or a community where the cool community is behind a paywall and all you had to do is like stake or pay a certain amount of voice tokens for like a subscription. I know there you go. Interview with Salah and it's going to cost you 100 voice tokens just to watch it. Well, I know while go. he was at Forbes, uh, they, they integrated something like that. It was a crypto paywall, some Ethereum project where it, you could paywall Forbes content and pay with crypto to make it go away. So I, I think that's super valuable tool to monetize content and Did not be rewarded. Know and imagine that too, did because also say that as we add features like this, though, it delays the actual adding value to the token. Because if, you, if you're going to be able to buy token and confirm this on the last interview, that you'd be able to go elsewhere to buy the tokens or not on this interview, but another interview. Um, 
if I'm spending a lot of money to buy these tokens and then you're changing the game on me a month later or two months later, changing the tokenomics significantly, mm -hmm. I might not be as happy. So, you know, I think it's the balance between when do we launch with something that's really good and then we add features down the line or do we keep experimenting with all these features and delay the launch, delay the launch, delay the launch. Yeah, I, I liked how true. we actually said that we could get it right this time and it's either we get it right or we don't. And it could be that the token gets value. He even mentioned in the example prior to the influencers coming out, which is let's say in a month or so. That is very, I, I caught that also. Um, but I, I don't know like what that's kind of like reliant upon, like what needs to yeah. happen or are, are, are they waiting for something? It, it didn't sound like they're waiting on regulators for things like usually the way I took it was that they're looking at the stats from the tokens. So as we accumulate tokens and the tokens are moved around, they, they probably analyze all of where the tokens lie and where they are, who has them, how much posts they do, how much interactions they do. And they say, okay, it's too weighed heavily here, or it's not weighed heavily enough here, or these people, we can create profiles with them and they're not being rewarded. They're not being incentivized. So they end up not doing anything. And I guess they're they're just looking at all that in the background until they see, oh, this, this distribution actually looks kind of cool. And everybody, in terms of engagement, he did say the word engagement a lot. The, the engagement that we're having with these specific users or the engagement level that we're having with users in general and how many users that, that represents compared to how many users are on the platform, maybe that's a certain percentage that they're looking for. I, I, it did seem to me that they are looking at specific metrics. It wasn't just a you know, dart and, mm -hmm. and they're just guessing at this. They, they have something that they're looking at. Yeah. I don't want to drill him about this because it's really not his thing, but I wanted to ask about Dan, how he created his own blog recently. And he, he, he's not even cross posting to voice. Kind of did. Cheney yeah. did the, the, the sneak attack approach. <laughs> I of, it. of finding out how that relationship was going. I, that was a follow-up question that I did did want to have time for. If he knew about uh, Dan's blog and 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 if he felt some criticism was was founded there with regards to Dan saying that both Steam and Voice were going slower than he wanted. Well, to hell with it. I mean, EOS is going slower than Dan wanted it. <laughs> so Dan's expectations about things sometimes aren't quite what reality is here. Um, I mean, it makes sense to cross post because there's not a lot of users on voice still and not everyone can comment. So like if you have a medium blog or a self-hosted But blog, Dan's like, last article was not posted exactly. on Exactly. And that, that's where I have a problem is like, it's fine. Publish it everywhere. You want as many people to see it as possible to get your ideas uh, across to as many people as possible. But man, Stick with the grassroots too. You got to cross post everywhere. Like Dan, join easy to do. the crypto writer community on Voice, and we'll gladly let you post all your content directly on there. Come on, come on out, man. And it won't be censored. And we will let you, yeah, put whatever you want there. Come on, water's warm. It's Voice. We're not going to hassle you. Yeah, I was disappointed. You know, uh, the whole eat your own dog food and 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 critique other people's timelines. Um, that's another oh. podcast. Let, let, let's yeah. talk some positive. So I don't want to keep this the manifesto. Going. He mentioned that they're going to specifically say how they're not going to engage and how they're not going to do X, Y, and Z um, in order to, to, to move the, the roadmap forward. That was pretty cool as well.
Mm-hmm. Like these are the things that that our competitors are doing. These are the things that the industry standard or at this point in order to participate in the industry, you do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. We're going to put out a manifesto of not only what we are going to do, but what we essentially pledge not to do, which is and, cool. And how that relates even to to go- governance and, yeah. and the models that, that you know they deal with uh, looking at uh, content and, and how that may be taken care of going forward. We, we had some governance questions as well, but we didn't get to, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, get there too. Uh, I'm trying to think of new stuff that came out that like we may have assumed, but wasn't confirmed. Uh, Multiple blockchain. Edit. Multi-blockchain application, Multi-blockchain. yeah. Editing, editing posts. So while you guys asked that, uh, I did go and check. You cannot edit still, okay. which means, hey, guys, he kind of dropped a the peanut there, and we're going to get it's editing coming. posts in the next soon. week or so. That's and, nice. And Very changing much uh, usernames too, I believe, is coming pretty soon too, I think. Uh, and for those uh, listening, I, I saw a lot of comments. People were, were still upset that you can't change your, your profile picture. You can, and you have been able to for almost a month now. So if you don't know yeah. how, uh, it only works on mobile, as far as I know, unless, unless this new update also added on desktop, but you can on mobile. So for those who weren't aware, you can and change. You your can adjust your feed now to only uh, only people that you follow or communities you follow. So if you want to, you know, find the specific people that you just want to see your content uh, right now, you can look at your personalized feed, and it's it's there. Great, someone, great initiative. Someone in the live chat asked how many users on are on Voice. I, I know we had kind of a rough estimate at one point. Do you know uh, roughly? It was it was eight to ten thousand at one point, but only, the last uh, number I saw was sixteen k. I'm not uh, sure how accurate that was. Somebody said that. I have no idea. And yeah, and that doesn't mean they're all active, but that, that's a lot of users, and that's that's going back to I. I, I uh, hope- well, I know there's there, there's quite a bit at, at least at least ten thousand because somebody voiced uh, a post of mine two weeks ago uh-huh. and ended up checking how much tokens he had, how many tokens he had. I had like hundred forty k. How the hell do you have hundred forty thousand? I checked. He's got like nine thousand followers or something like that. So he follows nine thousand people. He's no, no, we had nine thousand or so followers. So it's either a bug, and it's telling me how many users are on voice. Uh, I should try to go find that user, but he, there was he was a guy following that, that tried it, to follow every single user. It's not that guy. Okay. It's it's a it's a, it seems like it's it's somebody from China, um, and his number of followers and his number of people he's following were both in the the four digits. Wow! Uh-oh. So it's either a, the rumors swirl. The cartels are coming in. <laughs> They're taking over voice. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, um, I know there was somebody that of- was actually queried the the blockchain somehow and and mm. saw the void the number of tokens every single user had and it was a number of users was uh, surprising and I, it's been a while as well as the um, the number of people that are lurkers versus actual posters and, and commenters etc. So uh, it was like twenty or twenty five percent of the people were actually posters and everybody else is just a lurker. I think it's funny, like we were asked, or I was asking, like, when are the influencers coming? But I've, I've noticed a few times that there's already influencers on voice. They might not be like A-list celebrities, but it, it's funny because they might have 100,000 followers on Instagram and be super famous on Instagram. But on on voice, they, oh, they get like two people voicing a post, maybe like a couple likes. And it's just like you would never guess that they're an influencer. And part of it might be because they're posting under their real name instead of like whatever their Instagram handle is. They built up well, a following on Instagram. No, part of the problem, Zach, is people can't join voice. Yet. Exactly. They can't so onboard you, their own you, communities. You know, so like a few of these, like, uh, 
few of these communities, right, that are out there now, uh, like Evan Bloss has a uh, hundred thousand for six hundred thousand Twitter followers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holly Holly yeah. Brockwell has I don't know a hundred thousand Twitter followers. But the trouble is, they've got ninety people in their in their communities because they can't invite their influence or their their followers just there, yet. There's some uh, challenges with that because I think with the unique identity now that they kind of don't make KYC mandatory. You'll probably need the KYC to cash out or trade any tokens at some point. But it's kind of, I, I see it as a way to build a web of trust. So like when I invite my friends, I'm almost validating that I, I know these people are human and I'm trusting them to join the platform. But if you're a major influencer, I have a million followers on Twitter and I post my referral link on there. Just because I want you to join voice doesn't mean I vouch for everyone who joins under my referral code. But I also think referrals are going to be a great way for influencers to monetize their influence to onboard people onto voice. So it would be pretty easy get get, you know, 5% of your your uh, refer, referral link users for a year or two or for life. Who mm -hmm. knows? It would be very, very um, good way to, to reward people for going out there and sharing the good word about voice. I'd, I'd like to see that even. They're definitely doing some identity checks because I was asked to change my profile picture. Mm -hmm. um, well, you, you look a little weird these days. Because in my profile picture, I have no beard. And now yeah. I have a beard. And the algorithm, or yeah, I don't recall if the 3D picture I took had a beard. And then so my profile picture didn't have a beard. They didn't like it. And so they contacted me and they said, they, you know, the 3D can't recognize you. And then I said, well, okay, well, I'm a public figure. So clearly, you know who I am. I'm talking to somebody on the other end. I would imagine you know who I am. And then the issue became not that the 3D couldn't recognize, but that in my profile pic, I had my hand like this. I think it's the, the oh, hat yeah. picture. Yeah. And they said, you need to remove your hand. You need to choose another picture that doesn't have your hand. At this point, I'm clearly talking to a human being who clearly <laughs> knows who I am because they started referring to me as Eve and no longer just hello. Um, so they are doing some checks. I would imagine that that's part of the issue as well is just the scaling up of this. If they're still doing manual checks, there's no way you're adding that many people. Plus, if we look at back at the tech side of things, when the iPhone 12 pictures leaked, um, what's his name, Blas? uh ryan blast or something about mm -hmm. uh he he crashed voice essentially by having too many people <laughs> try to and that's when my account got i couldn't access my account for a week so so we we still definitely have pain points like this mm -hmm. is still definitely in a beta it's it's beta and people don't realize that the, the marketing is not time for marketing yet. I mean, you know, we which is quite another reason why I was so surprised by him saying influencers sooner well, than I would have personally guessed. He didn't say influencers with 20 million followers. Like, yeah, he didn't true. say let's say Justin Bieber's coming on next true. week. Very yeah, that, that's that. You're an influencer, Zach. Come on, you're already on the platform. Uh, Microism of an influencer you know, to a couple hundred people in the world on Twitter and YouTube. So there you go. Uh, it was it was interesting to hear that the timelines, and I'm I'm happy for them, but I'm not still not putting too much too much weight on on some of those. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but hey, don't forget, guys. I mentioned it before. Join the uh, join the crypto writer community. We are looking uh, looking for those people to come out and, and join us. Uh, we have a whopping uh, three hundred and thirty seven members right now. Let's see if we can get three hundred fifty by the end of the day. That'd be pretty. I'm cool. one of them. I'm a follower, man. Same bring thing. it in. Bring it in. 
we got there are some interesting communities out there check them out if you haven't haven't done so yet some good travel uh, the communities one thing I, don't, I don't know maybe you guys know since i since i joined the or since i was put into the the voice community i can no longer choose when i post what type of post it is uh you see so you're saying categories are gone yeah, I have yeah, no category, longer have categories. categories. Categories are now gone, I believe. They may make a make a comeback. Uh, I was going to ask that question, but we kind of got sidetracked. They were kind of limited anyway. I don't think I like them. I, I they're used. That's how I found the interesting writers. I went and True. found some categories that I liked, and then I was hoping that when my feed came out, that I'd be able to go and find even more people from specific categories. Um, mm -hmm. And I also saw that it was a way to reach out to different people. So obviously most of my posts will be crypto related and Yelts Nation BP, but some of the posts, the way that I wrote them was more business or it was more wellness or it was more philosophy. Mm -hmm. Got it. I actually enjoyed, you know, giving a tag, even if it's just one tag, I enjoyed giving one tag uh, to potentially go and, and get some of those people to, to read those posts. Well, there you go. You've given your feedback now. There you go. Um, and I would like to say to anybody, you know, maybe, maybe Zach, maybe we make a, a new, a new voice podcast. Maybe every month or two, we have, uh, you know, invite Rick or invite uh, Emily or, or, or somebody else on here to talk about communities or talk about uh, the social networks that they're on now. Uh, maybe Bailey or someone like that. Maybe we should have a, have a public round table where somebody. Man, look at you name dropping everyone. You like know the whole team. You know, it's like they're all your buddies. You can go right now on voice and you can actually look at their profiles. It's pretty neat guys. You know, you can follow them and see what they have to post. Um, so it'd be kind of cool though. Maybe we have, have some interviews with them, invite them on and, and have a, a regular, you know, once, once every month or two, uh, everything voice podcast. Fine by me, man. I, I, it, it would actually be the, it wouldn't even be the longest running voice podcast because the bad crypto guys have been doing it since like <laughs> B1 true. June. They did the first we missed our podcast. calling. We should have just thrown one out there at the very beginning. Damn it. But they haven't been continuing on the voice podcast. No, so you'd still be the five. longest running one if they're not running anymore. You'd be the only voice running podcast. Well, that, that, that's that's how we became the longest running EOS podcast because EOS Go Radio. and EOS so Radio tough. was technically first. So we were second, but we we're the longest running. Definitely we're the still longest. doing it. Yeah. Most content. Most con by hours? By far. <laughs> well, guys, anything else that you've. Um, you yeah, talk any, about uh, wanna, any pet wanna... talks about EOS Eve? Anything to get the sentiment turned around i know we'll have to have a special episode here soon once we have some uh positive things to, to discuss well we, we we shared yesterday uh yeah, the bsn news oh, and, and Jamie, you asked you know why is that relevant or, or can you can you give the tldr basically yeah. it, it's huge um, it's huge and, and this is something so, so when when i came wait, on and let's you, let's step back one August, second stop stop just one second can we step back for the people here that may not even know what the hell BSN is? So sure. please, please take it back. I know you're excited. I can tell. But people are probably going, what, what's BSN? What the hell is that? Yeah. Uh, so the BSN network is, uh, I should even know what the acronym stands for, but I can't think of it right now. Um, I'll, I'll explain what it is and the acronym sure. is irrelevant. Um, in China, uh, I believe it's maybe a year and a half ago now. Uh, there was this entity that that got spun up, and uh, it's comprised of four different pillars or four four founding members. Um, one of them being China Telecom, which is the largest uh, telecommunications provider in China. 
um, and the other one being Red Date Tech, uh, which which are taking care of the the technical components of this, um, and then two other founders, and I'm not too sure exactly what specifically what their their roles are. But essentially, these four got together and they decided to do some kind of, I guess you would call it a portal, a gateway towards if you're a developer and you and, and you don't necessarily know blockchain, um, but you you you've heard of blockchain. And, but you don't necessarily have the time to do all of the, the legwork to find out which blockchain I should use. Cause at this point there's you know, hundreds of thousands of them. Um, where should I go? Do I need to, you know, where, where should I get the APIs? Where should I, where should I connect to? How do I, uh, you know, basically all the technical background of I'm a developer and I want to build something and I want to build it on blockchain, but I have no idea, you know, that's where I'm starting. That's all I know. Um, and VSN was set up for that. It's basically, basically a portal that, that offers you similar way to what, uh, let's say, Amazon does with uh, Hyperledger. And, and I would imagine what Google might do with EOS. You want to set up a blockchain? Here are the blockchains that we've whitelisted, that we've got the infrastructure set up and that we can funnel you into, depending on what your particular use case is. And they've got permission blockchains, permissionless blockchains. They've got packages for... You, you don't care on which blockchain. You just want to put your information on a blockchain. Here's an option. Or you do care about the blockchain. Here are the different ones, and here's how you can get it done. And EOS was chosen very, very early on. I think it was the second one. So it was Ethereum and EOS as the blockchains of choice. And they're, they're the predominant ones that are being marketed, essentially. Um, and BSN very much is like this. It's a, it's a marketing portal. It's a it's the your first entryway gateway into blockchain space. So it stands for blockchain based service network, a standardized internet services provided for decentralized DApp developers, and it will make twenty four public chains available in its network for Chinese users. Starting in the second half of November. Thank you. And EOS uh, would not have been possible without EOS Nation. We talked well, about Diffuse no, earlier. I want to but... give the so EOS was possible without us. Um, no. Technically, uh, they could have just spun up their own EOS chains. You could you, your own EOS IO iteration, and I think that that's where they were heading. So I don't want to put words in their mouths, but the idea was that you you could just spin up EOS IO iterations uh, because it's quite expensive to run on mainnet. And there are, there are different key pieces of this. And they had done a, a partnership with Diffuse a long time ago. Uh, I think it was announced maybe six months or so ago. And, but you were still missing that free offering. If you, if you actually wanted to deploy on mainnet, well, Diffuse wasn't offering mainnet anymore. And so you would either go from from nothing to I now need to pay the fuse or the reason why we came in and, and one of the things that we wanted to push was we're going to take care of the free portion of things. As long as you make sure that it's on mainnet and what you're offering is mainnet, we'll make sure that people don't have any costs so that they can deploy. Then if they have a particular need or if they have enterprise grade services that they requirements that, that they have, they'll be able to go to diffuse. But without that key middle component, Mm -hmm. Mainnet was not necessarily as attractive an offering simply because there are costs. And so we're taking on those costs on behalf of all the application uh, developers. And because we're talking about China and we're talking about really the, the, the gateway and we're talking about China Telecom, which is the largest telecom by far, the idea is volume. So really what this is going to do um, in, in an ideal scenario is, is bring tons and tons and tons of developers on the EOS mainnet now so no longer eos cool. io eos mainnet 
That's huge. And there's some great new developer onboarding materials uh, on training.eos.io from my boy, Peter K. Um, So if someone wants to learn how to get started, it's really easy. Uh, Whether public network, private network, hopefully the EOS network. Uh, But I'm I'm excited to hear that. Um, So the other, I I guess, pressing EOS questions, since it's been a while since we've had you on talk and since we've even done any episodes. Um, Do you have any updates on... Any, any movement with Google since they've announced their block producer candidacy? Um, I, I, I heard that like people wanted to vote for them at first and they're like, hold on, let's start slowly. Are they kind of ramping up anything? What's communication like? Or is yes, there, well, I want to clarify because some people put words in my mouth. I never said that Google told me, please unvote <laughs> me. That was never a thing that I said. You can't find that anywhere because I never said that. So. The discussions that I did have with Google was that uh, they they did clarify that they are slowly ramping up. Google is a large organization, and so it, it you know takes time, um, but that they do have a dedicated team. I know that they have at least uh, three people full time that I'm aware of, um, and I know where they are, and they're globally present, so they're not in the same time zone, so they will have global coverage. Uh, and as far as I can tell, they are working towards this. Another caveat that I want to put, uh, and th- which is very important, is that people believe that because Google has infrastructure, all they need to do is click a button and then they're done. <laughs> That's not how it works. It really doesn't work that way. You 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 do need sure the infrastructure is obviously useful, but it's not as though you just take the software, double click a button, press enter, and then now you're good. It doesn't work that way. Um, and even if it is that, because it is possible, you can get the scripts and you can do that. Still need to know. When it doesn't behave as expected, and this is the harder part, what do you do? How do you debug? How do you maintain these nodes open? And it's not just one node. People also think, well, they just need to run their BP. We have at this point, I believe, over 160 different nodes just for mainnet. It's not one click button finish. So it does take a significant amount of time. And even once you've got all your infrastructure set up, which clearly they have the, the infrastructure availability, but to be able to run it, to maintain it, to mm-hmm. to to um, to know how Node.js works, uh, to know all the particular settings, all the block producers are different, running different configs. I can share with you what my configs are in general, but there's so many different configs that we've changed over time. Um, and then my behavior will be very different than yours. So you're going to have to change your configs anyways. You're going to need to run that in a, in a private network at first. You're going to need to set up all your your your, your, your configs for your particular you know, infrastructure, it takes quite a bit of time. Um, so that's th- the premise. Now, your question was, have I heard or, or do I know when they're going to be onboarding? I still don't have a date. Uh, they have been in communication, but very, very little. So mm-hmm. you know, I'll be upfront. Uh, the communication with them has been very limited. Uh, was it perhaps premature for them to come out? This is another question. Uh, we, we still see that their bp.json still needs work. Um, mm-hmm. Is that really relevant right now? Not so much if if they're not ready anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a big conspiracy to keep them out? No, they're not they're not ready. They're clearly not ready. Uh, and when they're ready, we you know we we particularly, we had voted for them. We thought that they were closer to being deployed than they are. Mm-hmm. And then we unvoted for them when they told me that they weren't and it would take time. Uh, causing stability for them to be 
if they were producing node, it would be risks of instability. Like they haven't they wouldn't be able to produce right now. They, let's not kid ourselves. It has nothing to do with whether or not you're Google or whether or not you have access to infrastructure. It's quite complex to to run the EOSIO blockchain. It's not something you do overnight. It's not that's not a thing. Google can't run on EOS. They will be top twenty-one within the next six Google months. Can run on EOS. I'm it's, joking. It's I'm joking. That'd be the fun. Yeah. I, but I know that that's what Eve said. That Google can't. No, that's not what I said. It, it takes time. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Um, and we've offered our help, and I know that other people are helping as well. Uh, so it's you know the community, as far as I can tell, have been very you know welcoming, open arms. Uh, yes, it's been a month or so since the announcement, and it would have been great to have them, you know, a little bit more active uh, since then. But they're not. Is it still great news? Yeah, it's amazing news. It's awesome news. It's it's really really good. Do you Thank know you if they have like a um, an interest in in doing more than just running a node? Are they going to have a community person just around? I don't know. I honestly, uh, so your first question of, do they have interest in more than running a node? My impression is yes. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I can't go any further than that, but my impression is yes. The second question though, about the community management aspect of things, I really don't know. I just, I want to point out, I, I shared this in the everything is telegram. I've shared it with a bunch of you guys individually, but if you read the, um, article about EOSIO for business, like the press release or whatever was in Coindesk, Cointelegraph, whatever one, it specifically says, it, it mentions that Google was announced as a BP recently, but it said the blockchain as a service and this like business arm of block ones running on AWS. AWS. So there, it, there's gotta be like something more to it. I, I couldn't get anything out of BART, uh, but like it just, it's not a pure infrastructure play where Google is just trying to get block one's business because the article said AWS has their business right now. So if, if that's the case, then th there's something else uh, there. And I don't know what that is. And I'm not even going to speculate on it, but I, I do have high hopes for this. Um, I would say that if people are expecting, like I know one particular question that was asked because it was the resource model. Uh, people were asking, why isn't Google participating in the resource model discussions? If you're participating in the resource model discussions, you're so far deep in EOS, you've spent yeah. so much time that you're able to participate in that. Good for <laughs> you. That's awesome. That's great that you're participating. For somebody new to come in and somehow add something valuable to that and assign a person that'd be working on this and, and doing back and forth, I'm sorry, but that's unrealistic at this Need day. months worth of research, at least. And, it, and we're really deep history. into this. Yeah. yeah, it'd be very difficult. You have to understand mm -hmm. all of the shortcomings, all of the different phases and issues all the history, yeah. how we got here. I mean, I, I don't know what the number of patches is at this point. So going back to even the infrastructure component of things, we've patched EOS at least 100 times since launch. And every single one is key to why we are here today and how EOS IO behaves, why it does and how it does today. Catching up on that is that we're talking about a lot of time here. Oh, yes, um, OGs will ever understand, man. We're going to be telling our grandkids about it. Remember ECAF? <laughs> remember when Rex locked up? <laughs> yeah, I remember when Rex, yeah, when there was the lockup with Rex. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's been really interesting. I, on, on the resource model, another thing you asked if there's anything new. Yeah. I recorded a show with Gray Mass last week, uh, a Coffee with Gray Mass podcast. I believe it should be out this week. I thought it should be out um, already by now. 
But uh, yeah, if you're interested in the resource model and you want to know a more technical and uh, we, we did go into the weeds, but also very high level of why we are where we are today, what's going on, what are the issues, you know, where the, where are the debates at right now, because it is, is an important topic. Uh, I invite you to check that out when it comes out. Uh, always a good discussion between, uh, between Aaron and I. And Miles was there as well. He facilitated the discussion. It was really good. So he's still cooking, being a chef. I think that was the last thing I saw. Was, his, last, I his, his passion yeah, I for a while now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah random question. I, I don't know the answer either. Don't hey, you know, <laughs> I, I haven't called out uh, Kevin Rose yet. Hey, Kevin, don't forget. We, we'll, we'll let you come on the show whenever you're ready. Open invite, buddy. I typically have to do that every episode to make sure he, he knows that it still, still stands. Definitely an um, open invite. Anything else about EOS or even even voice? You know, I for, we forgot to mention they're up to eighty people now. I think the last interview I heard sixty, yep. so they are growing pretty fast. And I went out mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, and they have a whole bunch of, of new new employees there, and some interesting job roles as well. So you can check out everybody on LinkedIn. Yeah, I got, I'm gonna uh, definitely click through. I want to see if they got any like people with with the proper backgrounds. I know you don't have to come from a big tech company to have the right background. You could have the right skill set but i would like to see like some key hires like you know from like instagram snapchat facebook like any anyone with that kind of pedigree even like in a vp role or something i would love to see a product person from like a, a, a established big player it's not necessary but I, I would feel good about seeing that and i, I think i think i will if i if i dig for it yeah you can go back and, and look at their work history um you know i it's not quite the same. I think I remember um, someone went work for Jiffy, you yeah, know, I, I, before I and a few other people. I don't think they'll have a problem scooping up talent. I mean, they're in Brooklyn, New York City, so the location's not going to really be an issue for, for onboarding uh, the right what people. Else There's a lot happened? of digital media people there. Reading, just reading to some of these comments I hadn't been checking out here lately. Blancos, you know, everybody got their, got their packs. November it's up, 7, uh, 17th. I, 17th, 17th? I think. I, I don't before, know. Somewhere before Thanksgiving yeah. or so. Uh, the elections Associated Press have been. If you go check the account, it's been every 15 minutes. There's this timestamp of uh, the current. Is, is there oh, a, oh. a a nice way, an interface for people to see that versus just having to go? Yes, Amsterdam. I saw it. CC. I don't even know this guy's name. No. CC the numbers. Yeah. Everyone knows who he is. He yeah. released something. I thought I saw a blog article or something. Yeah, but so. It, we, we've reached out to Stan. I hope Stan is listening. We actually reached out to him because we want to include this in this week's hot sauce. Um, however, our my take on it when I read it, it, it's not a simple thing. It's it's for developers and you actually need to okay. go and query the blockchain anyway. So it wasn't, it's not a UI that anybody can look into. So I kind of misleading guys, Amsterdam, your your title is, is pretty, <laughs> but thank you for that. And we're reaching out to figure out how we can get it so that we, so that when we do put it out in the hot sauce this week, people can actually go and query that and, and see that. So I, I haven't checked the news in the last couple hours. We still don't have a idea of who's next president yet. Oh, I think there's there. three or four swing, swing states that haven't been finalized yet. Any one of them could, could make it go one way or the Likely other. Likely will take a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's see what else is out there. We don't know about the financial product. No news there. Uh, Are you bullish on the financial product? Two. Both of you. Huh. Yeah, I'm for sure. Anything that the D1 announces that impacts the US blockchain. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bullish on uh, it. 
I just like to, you know, know more. Uh, and, you know, that's all. Me too. I, I think there, we, we didn't get to ask it, but we talked about this in our notes and stuff, how we think that, or we hope that there's an integration with voice and they use their own like financial product as the fiat on and off ramp type yeah. thing. Yeah. We talked, I kind of asked that question about getting it off. He never quite said how that would work. Uh, cause it, it have to have some sort of integration if you're actually going to get paid in other, other forms of, of, of currencies. Mm-hmm. And I still hope that voice is an easy, easy on ramp once they get their identity solution hammered out and, and opened up for the masses. Uh, and then eventually that, that becomes an on ramp for EOS, but not holding my breath anymore. All right, man. I, I think we've been going an hour and a half. This is a long one. We, That's will, what we want I'm to sure do. you guys are going to be back. Uh, we will do an episode that will be have a title focus more on EOS because I don't even know if people are even going to watch this. We had a surprise Eve guest here. So I'll have to rewrite the description, maybe even do a new thumbnail. But uh, I'm sure you guys will be back. We'll do one soon. Um, maybe, I don't know, around the Blancos. Maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like early December, I think, would be a good time to have a show. Yeah. After the holidays. Yeah, I think so. Early December is a good time. Christmas around the corner. Yeah. Early You're Christmas. You're saying that Santa Eos is coming? I didn't say anything. I said maybe it's worthwhile having a show early in December, which would be at about a month. You're from saying now. we can celebrate Christmas Eos together? I am Santa Claus. Hmm. Hanukkah Eos? I'm not sure what else I can throw out there. I'm just trying to trying to gauge your reaction here. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys. Uh, keep smiling. That way, so, there's no difference between smiling and not smiling. <laughs> so, so Zach, and this was a this was an everything voice episode, and, sure and was. I'm I'm here in an office environment today. A lot of people, I can't go out and do a really large go EOS. Do you want to end up on the on the old uh, fist bump go voice today? What are we doing here, man? We didn't talk about this. Oh, look at that. There we I go. I'm Cheney Moore. I'm Zach O. I'm Eve LaHose. And this, this has been Everything Voice. Everything Voice. Go Voice. Go Voice.